Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today I'm talking with April Dawn about how she helps coaches grow their biz and about how she helps coaches grow their biz on autopilot and explore the world in style. April Dawn is an accomplished marketer, funnel strategist, media buyer, and nomad. She's worked with over 250 clients to perfect over 300 unique sales funnels and processes. April's true passion has always been psychology and understanding what motivates a person to do, to buy, to dream, and to reach. She's channeled this curiosity into funnel building that has helped her clients grow their businesses rapidly without sacrificing their personal lives. April's ultimate mission is to help female entrepreneurs gain financial independence through online business so they are able to live lives that lead a legacy. To date, April has spent over $250,000 on behalf of Growth by Funnels to make sure her team remains an industry leader and her clients reach their goals. Traveling throughout the year to pursue unknown cultures and experiences, April manages her busy schedule by outsourcing and a lot of coffee. Welcome, April. Hey, Virginia. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. (laughs) Thanks. I'm excited for you to be here, too. So how did you get started on this entrepreneurial journey? Uh, Well... (laughs) Depends how far back you want to go. To keep it concise and easy, I jumped online about six years ago now, and my first variation of an online business, I taught conflict resolution. And so basically what I did was teach people how to use arguments to make the relationship stronger. And there's a bit of a backstory in that, but throughout that journey, throughout that process, I ended up pivoting into a combination of design, tech, and marketing. And that ended up growing a lot faster than the conflict resolution practice did. And so it eventually turned into the agency that I now run. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, it's super cool. It's super fun. Try to argue with me. <laughs> no, 95% thank you. percent <laughs> chance that we're both going to come out of the conversation feeling a lot safer and a lot, lot more heard. So it's fun. It was great. It was great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I just have to touch on this because in the introduction, it says that you're an accomplished da, 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 and then in there was nomad. So I'm like, oh, you're an accomplished nomad. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how is <laughs> right? <laughs> So has this... um, What does that mean? Well, no, not really. It's just the events of 2020, how has that affected your nomadness? Oh, pretty substantially, pretty substantially. Um, I have traveled on and off for a little bit over a decade in like different capacities. So at the beginning of the year, I was in Latin America and I had just flown over from Southeast Asia. So I was in Malaysia at the very beginning of the year. Come March, I flew over to Latin America. And like, honestly, right before COVID, um, like I got out of Colombia the day before Colombia closed their borders, both like incoming and outgoing flights. And so that that was just an adventure in and of itself. Um, <laughs> but it took me about four days to get back to Canada. And the first time I flew over to Indonesia, it only took me about 30 hours just for like a little bit of a difference. But yeah, I've been pretty stationary for most of the year. I tried to get out during the summer and then again uh, earlier in the fall. 
um, and both plans were kind of kiboshed due to like flights being changed and all that kind of stuff. But I am planning to head out again in the early new year and we'll see if we can like relocate to Turkey and hang out there for a couple months, couple years. I mean, see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's really fun how you're able to set everything up, which gives you the freedom to be able to not have to be so stationary. Yeah, for sure. That was definitely very intentional. Before I started my business, I spent a handful of years just like traveling around North America. After living a life like that for so long, like there was no way in hell that I could go ahead and like have my days dictated by someone else. Like at that point, there was basically no other option for me to like do anything but build a business that gave me that kind of freedom. Hence entrepreneurship. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so other than the freedom and flexibility that you have, what do you like most about the work that you do? Oh, all of it. Is that, can that, can that just be the answer? All of it? But the way that I like to look at like funnels and sales processes as Rubik's cubes. And I actually have this like really cute meme um, where there are infinite ways to mess up a funnel and only a finite number of ways to make it work. And once you get all of those little puzzle pieces in place and everything clicks and everything works, like it is the most fun and the most fulfilling feeling, like the level of possibility that opens up in someone's business and just like that feeling of possibility really juicy like it's it's yeah it's nice it's good <laughs> it's good cool so building on that what are some of the most common mistakes that you see your clients making oh yeah there are definitely a couple so one of the big ones that I see a lot of people make is trying to build their funnel too soon. Uh, they try to build it too soon, and I can talk a little bit more about what that means, but they build it too soon, they build it on their own, and then when it doesn't work like right out the gate, they give up on it. And so those would be like the top three things. Like before a company is ready to build their funnel, there are some really basic sort of bare bones foundational pieces that they need in their business that not a lot of people in the marketplace talk about. And so just as a really quick overview, some of the things that you need in your business is like a base level organic audience like you need a warm audience that you've been talking to you need offers that sell you need to know like messaging that convert offers if you're selling your offers have some testimonials have some social proof have like a base level revenue of like 7k at a bare minimum 10k 15k obviously makes that journey into automating your business a little bit easier but i see a lot of people trying to build their first funnel as a way to like bypass building some of their more foundational pieces in their business and that's really just going to set you up for a rougher journey in a lot of cases i'll see people who try to build their funnel themselves without having without really understanding what they're doing. That obviously creates more work and more frustrations and more complications in building something that's functional and profitable. And 
on those same lines, they build it too soon, they build it themselves, and then the type of messaging that's out in the marketplace is really fast, really quick, really amazing results. Uh, but that is not the most common result for everyone in the marketplace. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that there is a gap between someone building their funnel themselves and the conversation that's going on in the marketplace that leaves a gap in expectations. And so it's really easy for someone to get discouraged and think funnels don't work or ads don't work. And this is all a hoax and I'm not doing it anymore. When really, they just need a little bit of help. They just need a little <laughs> bit of help. Um, so those would be like the three big things or the most common things that I see people doing. I find that a lot of people are looking for almost, well, unrealistic results, especially when their funnel first launches. Yeah, for sure. Like when you're taking something new out to market, like you've really only got three options. Uh, first option, obviously, is the one that everybody wants and everybody kind of aims for. Um, it's when you launch something and it works like gangbusters, like everything works exactly as you anticipated or better than you anticipated. And really at that point, all you've got to do is look at scaling it, whereas that happens about 20% of the time, right? Uh, the majority of people will land in one of the two other categories where you launch something and you hit some of your KPIs, you hit some of your targets, some of them look really good, uh, but not everything works the way that you expect it to that first round. And so landing in that scenario, you've got to test. There's no, there's nothing else to do but test. About 70% of people who launch something into the marketplace will fall within that middle range. Yeah, and then the last one, <laughs> just pause for a second. Is there anything else that I want to say about that? But no, uh, the last sort of bucket that you can fall in is you'll turn something on and it just straight up will not work and everything fails and the forest catches on fire. And really in that scenario, all you've got to do is turn that off and go back to your market research, your hook, your messaging, your offer, just kind of like figure out where you fell off the rails. That only happens about 10% of the time, but it's possible and it can be frustrating, especially if you don't know like what else to expect. Yeah, so true. So with what you do, how do you, but even just going back to finding that people don't really have like the the warm audience that they need like is there how do you solve those problems are you just kind of like give them a game plan and tell them to come back later or do you help them build yeah. that up so there's a couple different things i mean i obviously am not a business coach i'm not here to help someone set up the foundations of their business and so if someone comes to me without those bare basic levels like there's certain things that i can do to kind of help someone along the road if you don't have a warm audience built up organically like you're going to want to do your organic marketing and there's like there's one strategy to your organic marketing, one strategy that works and you just do it over and over and over again until you figure it out. Obviously getting more dedicated support in that realm can be helpful in like moving someone along faster. But yeah, you're just, you're just gonna do your organic marketing. That's what you're gonna do. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> we had touched on it a little bit about female entrepreneurs. But who is your ideal client? 
Uh, yeah, so there are three main niches that we work in, and we do largely focus on female entrepreneurs. Just part of my reason to getting into my own business is like, it's really empowering and things really change when women are more in control of their money and of their finances. And I think that that is a really important element to like support women in three main niches that we work in is business development, personal development, and we do a little bit in love and relationships. Those tend to be really fun for me and my team and they just, we do really well in them. Fun. How yeah, do, great. yeah. How does your ideal client find you? Like, what do you do? to stand out there to get noticed and get in front of them? Well, <laughs> um, obviously we do a combination of organic marketing and ads just by ourselves, but I've got audiences on a handful of different platforms and then just consistently growing them. I grow like anyone else does. I build sales infrastructure and I do we're organic marketing and that's kind of, that's kind of our deal. So your organic marketing, are you... Do you focus on Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn? Um, so we do Facebook, we do LinkedIn, and we do a little bit of or a little bit on Instagram. So those are like our three main platforms when we do organic marketing. I've got plans to like go into some of the other platforms, but we'll focus on those three for now and just continue to build them. Cool. Do you do like lives on it too, or just kind of different types of posting? their posts honestly not so much this year uh lives have definitely been a big part of my strategy in like previous years but so for my own type of personal reasons uh they haven't been a big focal point for this year it's something that i'm gonna look back or look into getting more into especially once i get out of canada because that tends to be really fun and really interesting content for people um mm. but normally yes this year not so much just for a few things that have come up you have a goal <laughs> to leave Canada. So do you have any <laughs> other like big goals in relation to like your business type of aspect? Oh, yeah. So this is something that I've been working on for the last little bit. Um, but the big goal for this year is 5xing revenue. So just like focus on audience growth. So those, those would be the goals. Like the main goal is obviously audience growth. And that'll be the reoccurring goal for 2021. In addition to that, we're looking at 5xing our revenue. Cool. Yeah. What would those do to your business? Uh, well, A, make me a little bit busier for a little bit of time, at least a chunk of it. <laughs> but that's okay. That's definitely not a problem. Um, when I sit with that in my heart just right now, it gives me the ability to touch more people and impact more people and help more women like get to the places where they want to be in their life and that's really fun and really valuable and just like really life enriching for me paying it forward type of idea yeah for sure for sure there is something that i find like really fulfilling in letting people live lives that are more honest and more authentic to them and i think part of how I do that is just by like naturally living my life in the way that I live my life but obviously another part of that is by the work that I do I mean when someone is able to take themselves out of their business without needing to sacrifice that revenue it's fun and there's a level of magic to that like you it takes a level of stress off of someone and their days without 
without like sacrificing other parts of their lives. And I think there's a lot of value in that. That's cool. <laughs> Do you feel like there's any roadblocks to helping you obtain those goals? So there's a couple of things that come up as I sit with that question. And I mean, we all have limiting beliefs. We all have things that come up inside of us that stop us or hold us back. But in my experience, the way to get through that is to really like love yourself and give yourself the time and the attention that you need. Do your healing work, do your mindset work. And so I guess my stumbling blocks are going to be the same as anyone else's in terms of it's me. <laughs> I am my own stumbling block. <laughs> uh, but also recognizing the, the tools and the support to be able to overcome that are very much available. Very much yeah. available. Darn self, we're always getting in our way. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, what's the best advice that you've ever received? Well, that's a fun question. Easily and like hands down, when I was first online, I was really lucky to like find some heavy hitters like pretty early on. And there was one thing that stuck with me and just like through someone that I followed and in just the really most like casual but most profound way first the three pieces of advice that I got that really helped me transform my business in the way that I think about my business that you really only need three things to make cash online uh, you need a way to talk to people you need something to sell you need a way to get paid and that in and of itself can take you to six and multi six figures there's nothing else other than that that you need to keep your business really simple so when I'm going to tie this back to like what I do for a second when people come to me looking for funnels or ads to get themselves off of struggle street like there are some basic type of foundational skills that you need that is going to help you get your business to the place where it makes sense for you to scale. Like your funnel is not a way for you to build your business. Your funnel is a way for you to scale and grow your business. And so that piece of advice, there's only three things that you need, way to talk to people, way to get paid, something to sell. Like that was really transformational for me in terms of how I thought about growing my own businesses. Mm -hmm. So true. What's the and, best advice you think? Sorry, I'm just going to add one more thing to that. Just like in my own, <laughs> uh, the fourth thing that I would say that's really important to being able to build your business online is being able to get the results that you can say, that you say that you can get. That's pretty key. Um, that was the last thing. <laughs> that is a key point for sure. It's important. so important. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the best advice that you've ever given is okay uh hang on let me see let me see so what comes up isn't necessarily like business advice by living your life from a place of love rather than a place of fear and just seeing what that does not only for your life and your business but how that touches and impacts the other people around you that's definitely mm -hmm. yeah from a place of love always from a place of love you don't have to uh take much back if you come from that place either like many let's say regrets or type of thing either yeah it's not business related obviously but that's okay i think it's a good thing <laughs> i mean you can do business from a place of love too just yeah. have to watch that not, those boundaries still right <laughs> not a bad way to live definitely not <laughs> <laughs> 
Is there anything that you'd like to share with us that I haven't asked you yet? Can I ask you a question? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> that's really fun. <laughs> what would you say to entrepreneurs who are newer in the space, who are still trying to like figure themselves out and figure out their bearings? Like what, what would you have to say to be able to guide them and help them forward? This one came up with another person that I did an interview with and I thought it was really, really key. And it was like, basically it was to the effect of you have a goal that you want to achieve. You have no idea how to achieve it. It doesn't mean that that's not the right goal for you, right? Yeah. So whether it's, oh, I want to do this in business, but I don't know marketing. I don't know, da, 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 right? So don't let that stop you. And the other one would be stick to itness. You have to give it a chance, right? Like not everything is an overnight success, even those people that we we deem as an overnight success spent a long time getting there. So just stick with it. Have faith, believe in yourself. <laughs> oh, and failing, failing doesn't mean that like it's bad. It's just forward progression, right? You're like, okay, well, not do that. Well, let's do whatever, right? And just yeah. think of like Edison. He's like, I didn't fail at making a light bulb. I just discovered like 999 ways not to make it. That example is actually what popped into my head as you said that. That's really gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Cool. That was really nice. That was really nice. I appreciate you sharing. Thanks for asking. Gotcha. Thanks for giving me the space too. <laughs> You're welcome. So is there any other piece of information, tidbits, anything like that you'd like to leave with us today? Uh, yeah. So... If someone is looking at building out their funnel and isn't quite sure where to start, I have got a freebie, if it's okay, that I share uh, just to help someone build out really high converting lead magnets that help build a level of like no trust with your people, which obviously makes sales a little bit easier. And so that's something that you can grab at growthbyfunnels.com forward slash landers. And it's a really like juicy style of freebie. There's about four or five training videos and a couple like PDFs. So it's, yeah, it's really thorough. It's great. So is that forward slash landers? L-A-N-D-E-R-S? Yeah. Yeah. Like slang for a landing page. Just call it a lander. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Anywhere else people can find out more about you and what you do? Uh, my website's probably the easiest, and that's go.growthbyfunnels.com. All of the basic details and links and URLs and everything is there and lives there. So that's the easiest place. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, it's been your same. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. You're welcome. And we'll keep in touch. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.